Every now and then I produce a monologue episode of the Real Estate Sessions. Monologue meaning there's no guest, just me, usually sharing a thought or two. This week is one of those episodes. You're listening to the Real Estate Sessions podcast, and I'm your host, Bill Risser, Executive Vice President, Strategic Partnerships with Rate My Agent, a digital marketing platform designed to help great agents harness the power of verified reviews. For more information, head on over to ratemyagent.com. Listen in as I interview industry leaders and get their stories and journeys to the world of real estate. At Rate My Agent, we have core company values. We reward employees that excel at a particular value at our monthly company update meetings. A few of these values are one team, one dream, or customer obsessed. We just instituted a new value, Be Straight Up, which encourages us to speak up when necessary, to question or challenge or applaud ideas, strategies, or workflow. My favorite company value, though, is Give a Shit, which means we are passionate about the success of Rate My Agent and will work in the best interest of the business. I bring this up because I feel the same way about life. It makes a lot of sense to be passionate about the success of my fill-in-the-blank life, family, friends, community, and work in the best interests of my, once again, fill-in-the-blank life, family, friends, or community. And I really believe many people feel the same way. Along those lines, I like to share the way I view things on a daily basis. The term pro-social was introduced in the 70s as the opposite of anti-social. I read about it for the first time last week. And my take on pro-social is when the opportunity presents itself to take an action that leads to a positive result, or just as importantly, prevents a negative result for someone, then do it. Here are some examples from a typical day in my life. If I'm on my daily walk and I come to a street to cross, if a car is waiting to merge into traffic, I always turn to walk towards the back of the car and cross the street behind it, if it's clear, so the car doesn't have to wait for me and possibly lose another 45 to 60 seconds waiting for the next opportunity to merge out into traffic. I know it's silly, but it's what I do. If I'm leaving a store and walking to my car in the parking lot, if I notice a woman in front of me walking down the same aisle towards her car and we're the only two people in that portion of the lot, I will cross over to another aisle and walk away from her so I'm not someone she has to worry about. I'm not trailing her. Going a few extra steps out of my way is no big deal to me, and it feels like I'm just preventing anxiety for her. When checking out at the grocery store, I always try to rotate barcodes and empty the hand carry basket myself because I know as someone that worked in a supermarket during college, it makes a difference. When I play in the weekly skins golf game, I anticipate and seek out opportunities to make sure I'm not holding up pace of play. And if I notice we are, I double those efforts. Fortunately, I play in a good foursome, so this isn't a problem very often. As I said before, I believe many people do some version of the same thing. There's no expectation of reciprocity. There can be a feeling of some sort of higher self-worth, but that's okay. There are, however, people that completely ignore these opportunities. They are so focused on themselves, they fail to see opportunities to create a positive result or prevent a negative result. People that refuse to let a car back out of a parking space on busy Central Avenue. People that cut in front of pedestrians crossing in a crosswalk with the green light. People that ignored requests during the pandemic for masks or distancing. 
and people that treat servers like second-class citizens. You know the type of person I'm talking about. I visualize these people as leaving a wake of negativity behind them with no idea they caused it, and also never looking ahead for opportunities to create positive results or prevent that negative result. I've joked with Cindy that if reincarnation was real, I want to come back as one of those people that only worry about themselves without an ounce of regret about the way they affect others. I mean, ignorance really is bliss. So is there a real estate angle to this? Yep. Great agents already know how important identifying these opportunities is to their successful business. Great agents can't even fathom the idea of not being pro-social. Take Sean Carpenter's building relationships, solving problems, and having fun. It's a prime example. I mean, I've seen Sean in the wild, always looking for the opportunities to engage and make someone's day, and he's not looking for anything in return. On the other side, I remember an agent coming into my office as I was getting ready to sign docs with a first-time home-buying couple. The agent blurts out, will my commission check be ready by 5 p.m. today? I was stunned and embarrassed for the agent, not to mention the young couple left wondering what mattered more, their first home purchase or the agent's money. What I see more today involves social media posts of varying types. In a place where most agents are connected to colleagues, industry partners, and most importantly clients, there are far too many agents that love to firmly plant their foot in their mouth. Posting about the six transactions you closed this week will definitely tell people how busy you are. It also shows how insensitive you are to others not as fortunate. It does not take much time or crazy math skills to take an average sales price of, let's say, 300000 apply a 3% commission split, and come up with a gross for the week of $54,000. Brag much? Why not congratulate each of the families for finding their dream homes, say one per day? Why not let the clients share how good you were as their agent? Why brag about your income when others in your sphere may be struggling to come up with this month's mortgage payment? Do you really know? We need to understand there's a wide range of circumstances in your social media audience, and you have to take this into account when posting. The notion that others may be suffering in silence is an important one to consider. Whether it's financial, health, relationships, or loss of a loved one, to name a few, why not take this into consideration when posting? A good friend of mine told me years ago that Christmas was an incredibly tough time. His feed was filled with photos and videos of happy families sharing their wonderful holiday. Why not share those to a custom list of close friends and family, sparing those struggling? Sure, no one is forced to look at their feed, especially when they know what's coming. But that goes against the premise I mentioned earlier. Are you consciously performing activities that will either lead to a positive interaction or prevent a negative one? You will never know if your pro-social decision helped. That's not the point. But you can feel comfortable in the knowledge that you did what you could to help others. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I would love your feedback. Remember, be straight up. I will be back next week with another interview with an industry leader on the Real Estate Sessions. In the meantime, please be kind to one another. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Sessions. Please head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash RE Sessions to leave a review or a rating and subscribe to the Real Estate Sessions podcast at your favorite podcast listening app. (laughs) 